0: You and I know that knife education isn't really a topic that people often study, but we use knives every day. What do people struggle to cut and waste time on? What works to avoid the dull knife syndrome? How to stop buying knives over and over and over? How to remove the chance trips to the emergency room and instead cut as safely as possible? Join me on my journey to helping knife users who have lived and relied on their own personal experience truly help them to tap into the knowledge of thousands, making that transition from knife guessing and struggling to knife experts. We recorded some videos in Maine just a little ways back, chatting about the upcoming episodes and what we believe people would love to hear, learn, and what would serve them. Although it was done as videos out on the deck and some background noise exists, I thought it could provide some value. We'll look to post them to Easy Knife Life YouTube channel as well at some point and maybe even include a blooper or two for fun. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Uh, When I was talking about my story, my origins, um, people I think are sometimes interested to know well what is this advice that other people are asking Or that people came to you for advice or whatever the case is and um you know i created a coaching program to coach other representatives about like their own personal lives and development and and you know all sorts of of things and also of course how to sell more and that that i could literally talk for like 60 hours straight about all these various those various things but just a few things really quick i think apply to most everybody is uh one is schedule and uh then delegation and three's relationships and when you look at schedule everybody's got the same amount of time and everyone talks about like time management well you can't really manage time it's, it's the same everyone has the same amount of time like it's more decision management that you're really looking to to manage right and of course, with the schedule, you're figuring out what are what am I deciding to put into my schedule here, and what am I deciding not to do. And if you can if you can make that adjustment, whether that be for like what you choose to get at the grocery store, it's not about what am I going to get. It's like what am I not going to get, uh, as well. I, I think it's an important distinction. And so, in in your life, uh, life of course, as you create your schedule uh, make it something that you, it's not like you're killing yourself to get to your business goal only. It's gotta be something you actually want to follow. And if it is, then you have a chance of following it, right. And following through and being true to your word. And so it's super important you put things in there, not just business, but fun or the concert, you know, the, the different things that the hobby, you know, that's going on, even if it's just once a week or whatever it is, plug those things in your schedule. So when you look at it, you're excited to kind of follow that schedule and, and, and get it done. Um, Of course, uh, scheduling also, I would say, like kind of A, B, C, D real quick, would be the key. A is to put in the number one priority things that are non-negotiable, whether if you're a student that's going to class or, uh, where, whether it's if you're a business owner making the phone calls, uh, or whether that's, you know, going to the wedding or going to, you know, if you're in, in college, or in sports, making baseball practice, you know, to keep your scholarship, like these are things that go into the schedule that are absolute priority that must happen. And then the B things are things that like still benefit you, but maybe they're not like an absolute, um, super important thing uh, for you to get done. Uh, but they, they may in business, they produce results, right? In personal life, it is something that brings you great joy, right? So it's not a, absolute do or die, but it's it's benefiting you. And C C type things, and you want to just categorize all the all the things you're doing in your life into these four different categories. C is, you know, they don't really benefit you, but they don't really take away away from you. Like um, you know, sitting there and doing doing emails or like some sort of process that you do that's not really making you a better person or is super vital to your life, but it's not like it's a negative thing, like a de-activity, which would be um gaming for 10 hours or, you know, which I used to game all the time. So I get it. It's great. Um, But it, watching TV, binge watching TV shows, there's, there's really, it's actually detrimental. And in, in the end, you don't, you don't finish ever watching those and feel energized and like amazed and, you know, and uh, learn a ton of, of, of things. So, um that's that's the a b c d and whatever they are for you i'm not saying maybe maybe gaming is important for you maybe you're a professional gamer and that's totally off that's not my point my point is that there are things that you're doing that are probably detrimental and you know what they are and if you can just make a list of these things it's it's not necessarily just about having the list it's about making the schedule put a's in first and then b's in and then c's and i promise you'll have time for some c's and d's in there it's just the have all your A's in there for sure. You have all the B's in there for sure. So they're all going to get done if that makes sense. And that's the important thing because you're decision managing your schedule versus trying to, trying to do whatever you feel like doing and then manage your time whenever you think it's appropriate to try and get something done. It's just, it just doesn't make any sense and you're never going to get to your goals. You're never going to get uh, improvement in a, in a way that you really uh, should be getting. And the next thing is delegation and it, I I found it was tough for me to delegate I I really thought like I was kind of like I don't need anybody I can do this I'm like you know I don't need any help and that's kind of like the tough guy mentality I always had and I was uh I remember one year I was the number one cuckoo representative of all time and and for the year never no one ever sold that much before I had um, the number one events team no one ever had sold a million dollars as an events team we did that Uh, and you know, all these different things, it was, it was great. And it was just silly because I was, I did all by myself and I was egotistical about it. And it wasn't until I started another, my second business with my first business until I, till I was like, this is, this is nuts. I'm working a 40 hour job while trying to, you know, be the top rep and all this. It It was just crazy. Uh, or I wasn't even trying to be the top rep at that time. I was just trying to, I was still just trying to do really well, which I did. But um, I, I ended up with like 14 people working for me by the end of the year on various different things, and it really taught me a lesson that um, that delegation is not only is empowering to your business to help you get to the next level, but or even if you don't have a business, it's just empowering to your priority of what you can do. And if you take and delegate to somebody, you're also providing a job for them and you're helping other people as well. And I'm sure you're a good boss. You'd be a good one, right? And uh, and so you can help others in this, this aspect. But just to bring clarity here, because I didn't get it, I didn't understand that delegation makes money and that it, it actually creates income. And if you just take someone and you help and, and you pay them 10 or $15 an hour, let's say $15 an hour uh, for 10 hours, that's $150 a week that you're spending um, for that for that person if your business or your um, job or the thing that you do produces $50 an hour or whatever it might be let's say then if you were able to delegate an out like these 10 hours of time that your time is worth $50 an hour of, of time right if you can delegate 10 hours to that person then it's costing you $50 an hour minus the 10 you're still profiting $35 for every hour that you delegate. Now, if you take half of the time and have fun with it, spend it with your kids or your friends or gaming or doing whatever you want to do, right, and the other half of the time working, you still take the $25 for half of an hour, divide and subtract off the $15, you are still profiting $10 an hour to to take half the time and do whatever the heck you want. So you can take five hours. That's almost a full half day or a full day with the family. Like uh, Candace and I, my wife and I, we have a date day once a month where we spend the whole day together. That could be a date day for you and your, and your um, significant other uh, just alone. Or we have that with our kids too. I have a, I have a Nova day. I have a Brecken day. And um, just by delegating more and more and more, we're able to create more time for personal life and fun, but also have more time for business and spend that time on business in a, in a dedicated way through the scheduling so that I'm ensuring to protect that extra time and protect the person I'm delegating to by employing them by having the extra money. So it's a big cycle that comes back, but I think you know, your goal should be to, to spend as much money on delegation as possible and be disciplined in spending that t- some of that time or half that time, whatever the percentage is. Um, if you just want to pay for the delegation, you, can, you what is it, 20%, 30%, whatever the number is for you, a time you need to spend actually working to pay for the delegation or to profit from it. And if you if you shift your thinking to that, I think it's gonna be a, a huge game changer for your, your whole life in the creation of, you know, there, there you go, you can actually create time in that way, right? Um, so it, it is time management. Delegation is time management. And you've got your decision management. Now let's talk about relationships. And so, I mean, I've talked about the date day. If you can't spend one day a month with the person you love the most, 12 days a year, what are we doing? What are you doing with your life? If you can't spend 12 days a year with one of your kids, like just one-on-one, like, you know, that time, that powerful time, what is, what is the point here? Okay. So it's super important that you have your relationships intact. And that only, I find that typically like with my wife and i we will be going on our own lives right you know going this way a little bit just going this way and then we have a date night boom brings us back together and then you know boom this next week date night brings us back together you know and but maybe we're still going a little bit apart over time and kind of drifting away then we have that date day and you know we didn't think we needed it and then by the halfway through we're through like the date night mode and we're getting into some deeper stuff and it's like Boom! It just by the end of the day, we're both like, "Wow, we really needed this. This was amazing," and it, and we're on alignment again, right? And that's critical for your relationships, your marriage, or um, your significant other, whoever it is you care about, including including your children, if you have them. So. And and that's just for family relationships, of course. And in business, it's it's all about um, it's all about how to win friends and influence people. And if you've read that book, I'd say how many times you've read it, how many times you listen to the audio, because it seems like every time I get to a higher level in life, I always come back and I'm listening to that. I'm like, wow, like it seems like a different book or a different audio, or it's it just so much that I'm learning. But it's all about like being interested in others, especially in business. When you're interested in somebody else and sincerely interested. It's noticed, okay, versus the feign interest. So get just sincerely interested in other others, no matter what type of personality you have. You're just like a get-it-done type of person, or you're like, oh, hey, how you doing type of person, or if you're like, hmm, how can we make this better type of person, or what are the numbers exactly equate to with this particular instance type of person. like you. Sometimes with business, you just kind of need to get outside your comfort zone and get into whatever type of zone they're in. And listen from that perspective and and really get to know that there's different personalities and you can work with every personality out there if if you do it the right way. And you've just got to read this book to fully understand it and probably study it quite a bit to actually work with every type of person out there. And I mean, maybe 98%, okay? But most people I find, they only work with the type of person well that they are kind of like you know like the go 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 business let's get it done type of person that they work really well with other people that are like that but in in business nothing ever accomplished anything super massive that was incredible um alone they had a team they had people helping them they had delegated the the companies they don't have one person just working there you know there's hundreds of people working and they create this ma- this, this awesome uh, ability to impact the world or whatever the case is or they had a, a team of three or four or five people that worked together with them to create something it just it doesn't happen alone, and if you want to have the best options to creating the best team, it's oftentimes you got to bring people together that have different talents and different abilities. And in order to do that, you kind of just simply need to be very interested in others, even if they're different from you. And so that's like the surface scratching the surface of the of the relationships with business. But I think it gives people something to work with at least if you wanna if you wanna kind of um, go out there and, and and work on it more. Uh, same thing with the delegation. And the, uh, and the scheduling. So hopefully that helped today. I mean, there's a lot more to talk about. If you guys like this, let me know. I can always um, just talk about a few other things. And, and if you have anything in mind, I'd love to hear that as well. So have a great day and uh, be safe, make a lot, spend time with, with uh, people and create time. Uh, spend time with people that, that you care about. Uh, and of course, rock it out in business and make sure those relationships and business are there for you because they're going to serve you in the long run the best. Have a great day. Thank you for joining today. If this episode did help you, then be sure to share it with someone else that you know will need it. That mission you and I share will only be achieved when we share with others what has helped us. That's what I'm doing with the podcast. Sharing with others spreads the knowledge. Appreciate you sharing and have a night.